All right, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Sports Brothers Podcast. This is uh, Ethan Shap, Ryan Wallace, Jimmy Sons, and uh, today we're talking about like the NFC East. So we're going to start with uh, what these guys thought of the 2020 season for the NFC East, and uh, we're going to start with uh, Jimmy. And to tell you the team that you're talking about mainly to start. Okay, I'm going to talk about the Giants real quick, and it was not a pretty season at all. Like, this, the defense did great, and this offense is, was horrendous. Jason Garrett has to – they either had to figure out something or fire Jason Garrett. That was one of the most oh, – worst, worst offense performance I've ever seen. Like, who was behind them? I think it was like – I think it might have been the Jacksonville Jag- – I think it was the Jaguars. I think, yeah. The Jets, the okay, that's nothing to smoke off about. Like, yeah, it could have been either one of those teams. It was terrible. 31st in offense. On all their drive, they scored on 26%. Are you kidding me? Like, that has to be way better. And the drops this season. Oh, my God. If they don't address this option in the offseason at all, trade Evan Ingram, it's going to be a terrible season. DeAndre sees a fixed interceptions, the fumbles, but he looked a lot better in the end of the season. I have to say that. But it doesn't help when you have the 31st-ranked offense of line. Like, definitely – they have so many problems on offense that I don't even know they can fix some of the defensive problems this offseason unless they pick up some key free agents. That's going to be a big problem. So, uh, that's who I talk about. Ryan? Jimmy, I have mm-hmm. one question. Um do you think that Saquon Barkley comes back next year like like nothing ever happened? Like he'll be completely fine. Uh, what are your I had something in the notes about this. Year? I was gonna address it. Yeah, I was gonna talk about this later. I'll talk about it now. Saquon, um, that first game showed a lot about that offensive line, and but Big Ben had more yards than you. Yeah, well, they fired their offensive line coach right after that game, I believe. Terrible. He's going to have some problems. ACL injury is it's not something, something to joke about, but he had a whole offseason. He has pretty much a whole offseason to really get that right. They might draft another running back to support him because, let's face it, you're not being scared of Gallum. Like, you're not being scared of him at all. Yeah. But he's, I think he definitely helped because he'll take a lot more pressure off it. But if you like you saw in that Ravens game, like, they blitzed him every single play. They had no respect for receivers. It was 1v1s almost every single time. Just no respect. Because the receivers are terrible. So many drop passes. They didn't pick up a big playmaker this offseason. So do you like Darius Slayton? Or do you like not just not like him as a number one? I like him. I, I like him a lot, but he's he's not I don't I think he could have he could be, but like you have to have other help people to help you, especially when that one v one coverage. Like, but even then, he has so much to prove. But I don't like him as a number one right now. We'll see what happens later. But... All right, Ryan, go ahead. Oh yeah. So I'm going to be talking about the Washington football team, and um, honestly, um, I think for them, I mean, they won the division, but it was seven and nine. And I think for them and Ron Rivera's first season that it was uh, definitely an accomplishment for them. I know seven and nine people think that that's really not playoff worthy, but it's not only their fault. A seven and nine is there for the taking and the division's there at seven and nine. And so be it. I'm not really complaining, but in Ron Rivera's season, you know, everything that he had to go through for, from the cancer to the name change to, you know, and everything in between the owner and whatnot. But um, 
I think that it was a tremendous season for them. And you're just seeing um, the defense and how much of an impact just one guy, Chase Young, really um, has made on the team and having a defensive coordinator like Jack Del Rio. You know, now they have the, they finish the season with the second um, the second best defense in terms of uh, yards per game allowed um, only behind the Chief, or only behind the Rams. And um, I think it was great. But in terms of next season, I think that the offense needs a lot of work. Um, just watching that game against the Eagles, I'm not really sure if Alex Smith was 100% or not, um, if that's what it was. But it just seemed like the offense was very bland and uh, they really couldn't get anything going. But I think something that's really not talked about enough is the under-the-radar signings that they've had that they had in the offseason that had been huge for them. Logan Thomas, J.D. McKissick, Ronald Darby, Cornelius Lucas. Like those four guys alone really flew under the radar in terms of signings for them. And um, they've paid off huge for them. Obviously, now they've won the division. But, yeah, I think that it's a huge success for them. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. I think going into this year, my predictions were uh, both these teams, the Giants and the uh, uh, Washington football team, to be in, like, the bottom of the division uh, just because of what previous years looked like. And kind of like Ryan said, like, I mean, Washington arguably have had, like, the worst offseason, like, ever. I remember talking about, like, the name change and all the allegations coming out of, of Snyder. And then you have uh, Darius Geis getting, like, arrested, like, I think, like, weeks before the season started. And that's all put on Ron Rivera, who's also dealing with cancer and, like, medical treatment and stuff like that. And then for them to, like – and then also having to deal during the season with Dwayne Haskins and the mess that he's been this year and Alex Smith, like, not always being healthy and then – just having to honestly worry about like him going against Aaron Donald, which I think we did his first game starting. Um, I thought the whole season as a whole for them is just like almost like a, a story. Uh, so it was, it was definitely interesting to watch and hats off the Rama Vera for like, like you said, seven and nine was there. That's their record. And it's not their fault that that was, that won the division. It just kind of happened. Um, exactly. Yeah. And I, I think I was gonna say, I think that like, going in the offseason, like, there's only room for improvement for them. They've got a lot of cap space. I know Sheriff's their big free agent, but, um, you know, hopefully make a sign and get a receiver or something. But definitely, I think there's obviously room for improvement for them, and I can't wait to see, you know, what they do in the offseason. Let's have an objective view right here real quick. I mean, when you have uh, that one of those the best front line, like, defensive lines in football, I would expect you to, like, almost be up there for contention of winning the division. What I got to say, you guys got super lucky with the Dak Prescott injury, and so did the Giants. Because I, I really think if Dak Prescott did go down, I think Cowboys win the division easily. And I'm not a big Dak Prescott fan. But... What game did Dak get injured again? Redskins got Giants, or a football Giants. team. The Giants, Giants game? Giants. Yeah, it was against the Giants. I think it was like week four. Yep. You could you could thank us. You can thank us for that. Well, you can thank were, us for that. The Cowboys no, were 0 4. That's that was a really terrible injury, and I wish nothing but the best for Dak Prescott. That was terrible. I'm not the Cowboys were 0 4 before that, that game, terrible. though. Like they weren't like, winning. Yeah. No, they, they weren't they winning came back. healthy Dak Prescott. They beat the Falcons. Oh, they did beat the Falcons. So they're one and three. They did beat the Falcons. They came back. That that, game, that Falcons game, they probably should not have won, but yeah, it's when um Hayden oh, no. had to pick up the ball. <laughs> Yeah, that was well. And that onside <laughs> kick, that was just, that was a crazy game. Yeah. So no, I mean, I, my so my opinion on like the Cowboys and the Eagles, because I know like both of you guys, you're not really here to talk about them. Was uh, I thought both those teams like severely underwhelmed. Like obviously with the Cowboys' sake, with Jimmy saying like with losing Dak, like the season was put off the rails. Other, but like their their defense was so 
like horrendously terrible. Uh, they gave up 39 to the Falcons, 31, uh, 38 to the Seahawks, and then 49 to the Browns in three of the first four weeks. Like that, it was so terrible that like even with Dak Prescott playing amazing those first four weeks, I don't really know like how you're supposed to win when your defense is averaging giving up 40 points. Like I, I mean, I don't know. I know what you're supposed well, to do with that. I think. Well, I know that everybody was. Yeah, doing- but I mean. I was just saying, I feel like everybody was dealing with the same circumstances yep. in terms of like the uh, the no preseason, and I'm you know I'm no Cowboys fan, but um, I think that I think that their defense played much better as the season went on, and particularly at the end of the year. I know they had a lot of problems stopping the run, um, and I know like that game, particularly that game against the Ravens, like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens ran all over them. But I think that their defense played much better as the season went on. Um, but yeah, and, and no knock on Andy Dalton either. I thought that he played really well coming in. That was a that was a great signing for them when they signed him. It was like one year three, or I think it was like one year three million dollars or something like that. Like that that really was a great signing for them. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. But I mean, the defense was had so much talent. Everybody expected them to be like a top, at least a top ten defense, and they ended up twenty second. Yeah, like. You have all that talent, and it's just wastefulness. I'm, I don't like Mike McCarthy for this team. I think he should be fired. That was just a terrible season. But, I mean, Dak does provide a more consistent level. Like, look at Andy Dalton that last game against the Giants. You have the division to and maybe win the division for the taking, and you play that awful, so many miscompletions. Like, you can't be like you can't be doing that in a big game. There's a reason why it's zero and six in the playoffs. Like, like there's nothing else to say. Like he's that he's hurt. That was horrendous. That's one of the worst. That was a terrible game. You mean, no, they mean, played a well game. It should have been a blowout. Andy, Andy Dalton. It should have been a blowout. Oh, oh, oh Andy Dalton. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. You think, you think the Cowboys should have like, blown out the Giants? They have a lot more weapons on offense. And the defense has a lot more talent than the offense does. They could have easily blitzed the Giants so many times because the receivers aren't getting open. I hate the Giants. I really hate how this season went. This offense was terrible. Like, I, I saw like a clip of one of their plays against the Ravens. It was like a third and whatever. And you have almost everybody run a curl route. How, how is that a good third down, third down? Nobody's across the line. Everybody's just underneath it. And when, he, and when Daniel Jones rolls out, he, he makes a good throw on, on, on the run, rolling to his left side. But only one receiver, I forget who it was. It was like somebody I've never, never heard of play before. But everybody else just standing there, not running with them. And you only have one guy run with them to the sideline. Like, what do you – something has to happen. But, I mean, also to take point with that – with the Washington football team, when you have the 6-0 line in football for the pro football focus, I would expect you to have a better offense in the yeah, but I believe, 29th I believe, ranked. I was going to say, Jimmy, I believe that before – I could be wrong, but I believe before the season, PFF had them graded as the 22nd O-line. Um, but it just got better as the season went on. Yeah, they did. Uh-huh. The offensive line was a, was well, a why, great year. You couldn't really penetrate, but – the last few years, hasn't it? Like, you guys have had, like, terrible injuries on your O-line a lot every of year, O-line right? Injuries, yeah. yeah. A lot of O-line injuries. And they then, seem, uh, what's his like, name? Set out. Trent Williams. But they but they seem to have found, like, some stability with the O-line, it seems, this year. And they just locked up their center, Rulier, to a four-year contract. So, yeah, and then so hopefully, is- hopefully they bring back Sheriff, but yeah. 
So it makes sense that they had them ranked so low because we haven't really seen them at their peak because of the injuries. And this year, if like you said, if we moved all the way up to six, I mean, it finally just got going. Um, so yeah, so talking about, but well, also helps they didn't have that many injuries. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, that's 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 great for them. Um, so we talked a little bit of the Cowboys. Were you surprised by the Eagles finishing four ten and one, and what has happened with them in your division? Um, like with- I'll take yeah, I'll take this one. Um. I think – I mean, I was a little bit surprised. I think – I mean, the Eagles are, what, only three three years removed from winning the Super Bowl. Um, I was a little bit surprised. I thought that Carson Wentz last season wasn't particularly great, I don't think. But I thought that for sure that he was going to bounce back. They added Rager. Um, but, I, but just the thing for them, they've, just, they've always been decimated by injuries, I feel like. They got Darius Slay in the offseason too. Um, and just – I don't know. The wide receiver core really never played up to – my hopes that I had for them at the beginning of the season. And um, yeah, four ten and one, I, that's a little bit um, worse than I thought they were going to finish. Um, but yeah, I'm sure they're going to bounce back. And yeah. the other thing is that the whole quarterback controversy and benching uh, hurts. So we're not, we can talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about later. Well, I mean, when you, I think the receptor receiving court led the team in drops and they're going to blame Carson Wentz for all that trouble. I don't really think that's Carson Wentz's fault. Yes, he pleaded not play that good. But when you have people like Alshon Jeffrey, Aguilar, dropping wide open passes in, in, in the field and throwing perfect passes to him, like there's nothing much you can do. And Jalen, I mean, Jalen Hurts helped him a lot because that offensive line was just not doing it for him. I mean, Carson Wentz held the ball for too long, but Hurts definitely helped out with running around and buying some time for the receivers, and then they started catching something. But that defense, even with adding Darius Slay Jr., was just terrible. Quarters, that front, front four would provide pressure, but – they sometimes just fade off and not provide any pressure at all. And that the defensive backs not be able to cover anybody. That Cowboys game, like how many times do we see CD lamb running free? Like they need a lot of fixes on that defense. It's basically a whole rebuilding process next, next year. I don't think they're going to be any contention for that NFC's. You don't think the Eagles will be? No, I, I don't. I don't think so at all. Hey, this is objective view. I don't have some biases for hating the Eagles and Cowboys like Ryan does. But what can I say? I don't think I Ryan say, has I don't anything, anything negative about them at all, Jimmy. I think it's. I think it's all negativity there. This is objective guy over here. I don't know what this man's doing. Uh, the Eagles definitely surprised me. Um, I didn't think we really actually get to see Hurts uh, come in for Wentz. I thought they were gonna just ride Wentz out for the year. And see if he could, like, I know last year he won with, like, the almost a practice squad down the stretch when they needed to win to get in over the Cowboys. And I kind of thought they'd do the same thing this year. But then they put Hurts in, and he looked pretty well. So, I mean, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens next year. I know there's been some talks that Carson Wentz might ask for a trade um, heading into next year. But there's also that now he's going to take some time and evaluate. But, I mean, like, I don't know. I think that the team's, like uh, – no, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I thought that the team – when they put in Hurts, kind of rallied with him and showed, like, more life than they did with Wentz. But, I mean, I don't know if that's the right thing to do. 
Wentz has a big contract, so I don't know. I agree. I agree, but I also got to say that contract's horrendous, and I don't think any team would probably take that. But, uh, I mean, I think there would be – maybe there probably will be a team. I don't know what team would want them. Maybe, maybe the like, Vikings to get rid of a lot Kirk of, Cousins. A lot of people are throwing out the Colts as a possibility. Yeah, Cole, I can see Colts maybe. I'm not sure. I, I, I would see the Colts. Maybe even – the Patriots, if they miss out on a few guys, maybe Belichick wanted to take a stab at it. I, I think the Colts as well, though, Ryan. I, I could see that. Um, maybe. Yeah. And I, I, I can definitely see the Colts. Well, the fit's there with Frank Reich, but I'm not yeah. sure. Um. All right, so that was – I would want the Colts to get them. <laughs> um, so that was your guys' reaction from this year. Anything you just want to talk about about your team from like more like this year or any other teams? Are we move? Are we ready to move on to talk about the last game of the season? We can talk about the last game of the season. All right, who wants to go first in that one? You want to go, Jimmy? I'll let Ryan discuss this one first. I got a long ass thing to talk about. Ryan, you can go first, real quick. Objective guy over here is going to talk about a lot of things coming into this. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't necessarily agree with you, but Jimmy. But um, I just the last game of the season. Um. You know, Washington got out to a great start. Um. They they defensive stop, the first series to drive for the Eagles, and then Washington obviously gets the ball back and they score on their first possession of the game for the first time all season. How about that? In week seventeen, they score for the first time on their first possession all year, um, which was huge for that. And the, the finding McLaurin in the back of the end zone, and then just as the game went on, the offense just kind of just died down. I don't really know what happened, but they couldn't get anything going offensively. Um, and then obviously people can have their own opinions on what happened with the Eagles. If they intentionally lost that game, if they did not, I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, it was good for win for Washington. If they're going to beat the Buccaneers uh, this weekend, though, they got to get something different going offensively. I know that uh, Ron Rivera has tossed out the idea of switching uh, Heineke and Smith on drives uh, to try and give the defense different looks. I don't know. We'll see, but yeah, I thought overall it was a uh, it was a good game for uh, Washington. Um, I mean, I remember that game. Like, how many turnovers were those? Seems to me like a lot of turnovers in that game. I remember, I don't even know what team had it. What what player had like it was like a swing route to the left, and they like he kind of like hit it. The uh, guy yeah. got an interception. Yeah, he hit McKissick. He hit McKissick. Okay, it, hit McKissick. Alex Smith threw Alex Smith threw two interceptions, and then uh, Hertz threw one, Sudfeld threw one, and then Sudfeld fumbled Fumble one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So five total turnovers, I think. Yeah. yeah. I know, like, yeah, it just was, like, on that side of the ball was a game. But, like, I think, like, you hinted at earlier, like, just the addition of Chase Young has been so helpful for this team. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's been so nice to watch. But how about his, uh, how about his play on that read option? Did you see that? Yeah. That Dude. was crazy. Yeah. He's been very, very exciting to watch. Um, but yeah, so now we're gonna have Jimmy talk about um, watching from the other other end when they were hoping for uh, an Eagles win to get the Giants in the playoffs. Okay, I'd like to point out this: what Doug Peterson said right before the game, even after benching Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, Miles Sanders, Doug O'Bear, and all of them. You didn't bench. We them. are playing to win. Okay. Okay. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't care. You have Hurts out there. Yes, he struggled for seven for twenty, but he was still keeping in that game with his legs. He scored two touchdowns from a fourteen ten, I believe, in the 
second quarter, I believe that was when that second touchdown came about. But the question my logic is, is if you're playing to win, and yes, the analytics show go for it on fourth and fourth down, you're more likely to get it. You're down by three, 17 to 14 in the third quarter. Yes, there's some time left, but if you're playing to win the game, you kick a chip shot field goal. Like, what are you doing? And I believe right after that, they take out Hurts and put a Nate Dudfield? Are, are you kidding me? Oh, oh, Dudfeld. That man's a dud. Seven years in the league. I want to put in some luck. Seven years in the league. 27 years old. Are you kidding me? Like, that's not playing the win. You have, every, you have reports coming out that Eagles players are wanting to come to him. Almost come talk to Peterson. Ask him what he's doing. You have Jalen Hurts. Go literally stay on the sideline. You can read his lips saying, this ain't right. Like, I think you're going to say after the game, I was coaching to win. Are you kidding me? If you want to win the game, you put a Hurts back in. You don't – like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, that had to be one of the worst tanking okay. jobs so obvious I've ever seen. Going for the ninth and sixth pick. I was gonna say, that's really going to help you? I was going to say, don't you think that if they were trying to lose that game, though, they would bench all their other starters? That's what I would think, too. Oh, that's man. exactly what I would think. But, but I mean, but that's exactly what everybody thought. They didn't think. They thought, okay. But when you, when you purposely put a guy who's been in the league for almost seven seasons, 27 years old, I'm going to give him a shot. This is a participation trophy league. You you don't just say, "Well, oh, you've been here long." This this isn't high school anymore. It's like, "Oh yeah, you get the you get to come in." And even the announcers were shocked that he that they that they did that. Even the announcers were like, "I'm feel bad for Giants fan." I don't even care if I was a Giants fan. I don't care if I'm a Giants fan. That is the most disrespectful thing in the league I have ever seen. If you are a player, you should be furious right now. That whole team, Delpier should be fired on the spot right now. He has lost the locker room. Everything. You're not going for the sixth, ninth, the sixth pick. If you win, you get the ninth. If you lose, you get the sixth. There isn't that big of a difference. You have to rebuild your whole team anyway. What is what? This just proves that you don't have any trust in Jalen Hurts at all. You don't think he's your franchise quarterback after putting him as a starter and you start coming closer in games and you're going to bench Carson Wentz and put it in Hurts and say, eh, I mean, he's been playing really good, but he's not our franchise quarterback. We're just not going to see him. It just proves to me that it was the most obvious take a job I've ever seen. Like, even the Jets were trying to win. I don't, I don't care. You still go out and try to win. Not purposely taking like, That just ruins the integrity of the league. Well, Jimmy, the think, worst thing I've ever Jimmy, seen. Do you think that the uh, Dolphins fans have a right to be mad because the Steelers didn't start their starters in a game that they needed the Browns to uh, lose? And keep in mind, in the, the Dolphins, playoffs. There's the Dolphins, a big difference. That's Dolphins, in the playoffs. Dolphins that's in the playoffs. There's a big difference. I mean, in, okay, but that, that, that's a, there's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference between you're already in the playoffs and you're already in terms of the win and you're not trying to get hurt that purposely tanking this, you rest your starters. If you're going like, to lose like that, let's rest all your starters. Like, 
it was obvious he was trying to lose near the end of the game. Like, man, I was watching the end of the game saying, like, but they lost because, yeah, they dud field, not even looking down the field. Man did, like, check down, looked at the check down every play. Like, what kind, of, what, what kind of – and he had plenty of time. He had some time in the pocket that he that he had, and he thought he could just get – just look there. Never looked downfield at all. Just just horrendous. It's just, just horrendous. I, I can't Jimmy, deal with – that dude should be fired after that game. I have a few questions. Um, did you see Jason Kelsey's post today about the game? On Instagram? No, but I saw what he said after the game that he was heartbroken. What he right, said? So I'll read. I'll read. Like, just, there's like it's like five pictures, but I just read one of them. Uh, I just read a little, little sing bit. It says that at no point was anything for me or anyone else confrontational. We all know. We all knew leading into this game that Sudfield was told to be ready to play, and that Doug wanted to see what he could do in an in-game situation. All right, so. For now, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna think for a second, right? So we're already talking about maybe they're gonna take Hurst for the future instead of Wentz. Wentz might be asking for a trade. Like, what if? And we already kind of all agreed that Wentz's contract isn't the best. So if they can get rid of it, they might want to do that. And then if Hurst isn't the guy, they'll just move on to someone else. But let's say the Colts have already shown some interest. Phil Rivers is pretty old. They're gonna trade. They're gonna trade uh, Phil Rivers to. Or not. They're gonna trade Carson Wentz to the Colts. Maybe get rid of his contract. So then next year they know Hurst is going to be their guy. Isn't this the perfect situation to plug in Sudfeld to see if he can be a viable backup? This is an in-game scenario. This team is really trying to make the playoffs. He's going to be going against what we've said, a uh, top, what, second defense in the league. This is a great testing field for this Sudfield guy who has been on the team for four years. I mean, why not throw it in right now? It's a, it's a loss-loss. If they lose, it's, it's a win-win. If they win, great. This guy came in and played well. If they lose, they get a better draft pick. That makes sense to me. Well, yes, but everybody assumed that, like, you're thinking Hurts in the future because this guy's been there for seven seasons, and you really think he's going to make a big difference because you would have kept him in Washington. Four seasons. Oh, fine. My bad. Four seasons, 27 years old. Doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care. Seems like seven seasons to me. I haven't heard of this guy before. And But first off, wouldn't this be the perfect situation for – Jalen Hurts to be in a chance to win on a game-winning drive. I, mean, yeah, I think no. this was the best chance to see. Is Jalen Hurts your uh, your franchise quarterback? Like, this man's been here for four seasons, and he was never your backup. Not once. Until this game. That doesn't make any sense. He's been on the practice squad for how long? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Yes, you can put him in there for a couple of drives, but if you're actively trying to win that game and you realize Nate Dudfield is playing like crap, don't put Jalen Hurts back in there. But right, it just doesn't make any sense. It's think, absolutely but, tanking. But if but if the Eagles end up hitting a home run with this, you know, draft pick at six next uh, next uh spring and this to whoever they take turns out to be an absolute stud, who cares? Who cares? More power to them. I mean, I'm just saying that a couple years down the road, we're not gonna be like, oh man, well. Eagles really, if they just won that game, that you know, kind of like uh, last year, Jimmy, when the Giants played the uh, played Washington in that meaningless game in Week 16, and the Giants blew him out of the water, and what ended up happening? Oh yeah, Washington got uh, Chase Young. I'm just saying, end up losing the game, and no one's complaining about that years from now. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, both teams actually tried to win. <laughs> Didn't matter for the Giants. Doesn't matter. Know. They saw that they have a good defense. They need receivers. 
I think it was definitely a, a head-scratching decision. But, I mean, like, I mean, at the end of the day, the Eagles are the Eagles have made Doug Peterson in charge, and he's the one making the calls. So, whatever reason he is, he said he's trying to win the game. Um, if that's – I mean, I, it looked to me that – it looks – from what I look to me, it looked to me that they already know if Hurts is ready or not, he's going to be the guy next year. And so they're just trying to figure out if they need to find a new backup or not. That's that's me thinking back, like like looking at everything now. That would be my only reasoning of why they throw this guy in the in the third and fourth quarter against this defense. But I mean, I can see why it would be extremely frustrating if if I was on the flip side and that's what my season is like hanging in the balance of. Doc uh, Peters is the is the actually number second most wanted man in New York. Well. Jimmy, now the Giants. I the number one. They can take all that anger out in the next year when they play them twice. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I guarantee you, first game, it's going to be a blowout against them. Might be a blowout against, against the football team, too. But, what is, I mean. What does Washington do wrong? <laughs> doesn't matter. It's a revenge tour. It's going to be a revenge tour next next year. You guys be lucky if you come in anywhere close to that division next year. Yeah, I mean, I see Washington's schedule next year. I have not, dude. They gotta play. They gotta play Kansas City, New Orleans, mm. Seahawks, Green Bay. What divisions do they play? What NFC they division? play or the AFC. AFC West and okay. then the NFC South. Oh yeah, Buccaneers. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, and then I was trying to figure this out today, but apparently the um because next year's a seventeen game schedule. They got. They have a way game. They're gonna. Well, I don't know what it's gonna be, but. It's, it's apparently you play an AFC team yeah. of the same of the same place as you, but they just haven't decided, or I guess that we don't know what division it's going to be. Okay. So either so Washington's either going to have to play Pittsburgh, um, or Tennessee or Buffalo. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would I would hope for a uh, rough one. <laughs> or the Giants. Will have I to mean, play I mean, but I mean, just to go back to Doug Peterson real quick. He wrote a book right after that Super Bowl win. Called fearless. This took fearlessness right here. Took some balls in order to do this, but maybe you want I'm to be still fired. pissed off. But it's all right. Doesn't matter. Washington football team's about to get their asses whooped anyway. All right. Well, yeah. You want to talk about? Uh, well, you can start, Jimmy. What do you think is going to happen with the Tampa Bay and Washington game at at Washington? By the way, Jimmy, because they won the division. Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I know. You actually don't know this on the road uh, for this game. Okay, okay. Well, the line's seven and a half, I believe, from what I last I said. It might be eight, but, I mean, what is this thing about Alex Smith? They, Ron Vera said they might be rotating two quarterbacks in. Yeah, he's – Well, oh, yeah, okay. what does that tell you? What are the Bucks again? Bucks are, I think, number one in blitzing. I believe they blitz the most. Without, without Devin White. Uh, what, do, what do you – Okay, okay. It does, doesn't mean anything, so it'll be a blow-up. Uh, is Devin White on okay. COVID or is okay. he He's got COVID. He can't play. He can't play the playoff game that's, like, confirmed? They, he could play on Sunday, but not. Uh-huh. he can't play on Saturday. That's a shame. I like Devin White. All right, go ahead, Jimmy. Okay, okay. Well, but the Bucks. once you hear, like, just go through the Bucks mind. When you hear that they're going to be rotating quarterbacks and an injured Alex Smith, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You beat us once, we'll still blitz you. And Chase Young calling out Tom Brady? When have you ever heard of that being a good thing? Please let me know. Please let me know when calling out Tom Brady has ever been a good thing. 
It hasn't. And I fully expect Tampa – if I was betting right now, I'll take the over. I really think Tampa, the Bucks, they're going to – I think they win by 21. I, I'm calling that. I think they're going to win by 21 against this football team. Unless they're off – unless the football team's offense is amazing, uh, I, I think there's too much firepower on on that uh, Tampa Bay Bucks uh, offense. Way too much. You're not worried about Mike Evans' uh, knee injury at this moment? I mean, I know it's as concerning. Of today, but... as, of, as of today, they said he's day-to-day, and uh, he participated in practice, but because it was uh, non, like, non-equipment, and if it would have been equipment, he would have sat out today as of, what is today, Tuesday? Right. Wednesday. I mean, it's, it's, it's nerve-wracking, but, I mean, you have still have Chris Godwin. Antonio Brown has kind of, like, gelled into that offense. Gronk. Um, what's his, uh, what's his name? The, uh, running back. Oh, oh. oh, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. Yeah. I think if Ronald Jones, I think if, I think, I think it's going to, I think it's going to come down if they can run the ball, uh, good enough to open up the passing game a lot. I think I, it really just depends on that, but I think, I think the key of the game is, Ken Washington's offense score points. No, yeah, I agree. That's what it's come down to. Because the defense is defense is good. It's great. But it, it has to rely on the team's offense score points. And based on last that last game of the season, when you show, I don't think they can do it. And that's why I think it's gonna be a blowout, because I think Tampa's gonna have just too many weapons on offense to score. What do you think, Ryan? Well, I think Jimmy's right. I mean, Washington's defense has given up the fourth fewest amount of points per game in the NFL this season. The Buccaneers' offense is scoring the second most points per game in the uh, in the NFL this season. Well, I also want to – I mean, I think that it's really important. If Washington's going to win this game, they got to put pressure on Brady. I think I saw something that in the 24 – roughly 24% of snaps uh, that Brady has uh, seen – uh, pressure or been faced with pressure this season. He has a QBR of around 55 and he has five interceptions and only four touchdowns. So for Washington, if they can get pressure on Brady, I think that's going to make uh, a huge difference. Um, and you've seen it. Washington's been able to put pressure on QBs uh, among some of the best uh, teams in the NFL this season. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's all on, if Washington's offense can put up points that 20 first team, 24 points, probably wins this game it's probably going to take 24 points I, I don't know if Washington's offense can put up 24 points but I think that's probably what it's going to take to win this game I, I don't know if, if Mike Evans plays I mean that's obviously a huge uh difference I think I mean Alex Smith I, I would assume would play Nick Lauren will play Gibson will play um yeah I don't know I, it really it boils down to the, the whether Washington can put pressure on the offense if Mike Evans plays and uh, if Washington's offense can uh, score points but I think I, I think uh, I think in the end Tampa Bay probably wins this game, but uh, well, I think I think that Washington keeps it a little bit closer than people probably think. Okay, I mean I think I, I agree with Jimmy that 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 it all comes down. To, in my opinion, it all comes down to this Washington being able to score or not. I mean I think we know Tampa Bay is going to score, and, and it's, but it's not going to be easy scoring because of this uh, this Washington um, defense. But I mean. They have they have to be able to move the ball efficiently, especially in the second half. And I would have to see if they'll be able to do it or not. But I would agree that I think Tampa Bay wins. I mean, I think it's also another key is that without blitzing, 
Washington has to get there with their front four, no question. You can get there with blitzing, but if you can't get pressure with only four rushing and have dropping everybody else back, that's going to be a big problem because the Braves is going to pick you off. Because I think that's what Washington likes to do is rush four, drop people back. Is that right, Ron? Yeah. But both, 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 seen, that's what they like to do. Line, you'll occasionally bring a linebacker or a safety, but yeah, they typically only uh, rush four. Right. That's what I'm thinking that basically Brady excels when people do zones, especially with this receiving core. He has a lot more help than he did in New England, but if they can get pressure, like maybe rush them a couple times to make the rush throws, make them think that he doesn't have as much time, get plenty of hits on them. Uh, I think that will be a good sign of how this game will go. Either be close or ugly. I think it could be, I think it'll be ugly just based on Chase Young calling him out. I mean, hmm. usually that's not a usually that's not, that's never a good thing. That is never a good thing. So I would have, I- Go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. I was gonna say, I just crazy set. I never, I would have never thought this, but I saw that this is the first time that Tom Brady has ever played on the road in wildcard weekend in his career. Yeah, because they, they played it at home last weekend or last year against the Dodgers. Yeah, also, Tom Brady is one in five against playoff teams this season, and he's one in three in games that start after eight o'clock. Just throwing that out there and just, just saying. One win after eight o'clock being against the Giants. <laughs> okay okay first off first off you're acting like i mean i'm not saying the giants should be a playoff team but like the giants are better than the football team what happened those those two meetings ryan can, can you can you like who got the dub yes can you the explain giants to me again? both those games exactly <laughs> exactly they just couldn't so, be anybody else. <laughs> but but the, but the, but Washington was a, is a better I mean, team. It's a better team now than they were when they played them. I guarantee you, the Giants would have won at least one of those games. Oh yeah, that that end of the season was uh, tough. I mean, they should have been. I mean, it didn't help that Daniel Jones got injured near the like hamstring. That was I mean, beat, that was. The I knew that was not a good sign. Yeah, well, I mean, the Seahawks' defensive line is terrible. You can run all day on them. It's basically what they did. I watched that game. It was it, it was an ugly game, especially after the first half. What was it like five yeah, zero? It was like, like five two. Oh yeah, no, five, 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 like five five three or something like that. Yeah, five three. It's crazy. Oh yeah, my baseball, five three. It's a baseball score. I mean. It, yeah, let's go. You don't see that very often. Only Giants get there. You know, I mean, I mean, it's just you're right. It's Kendall Washington's offense put up points, and I don't think they. I think they maybe put made up a, a touchdown and a field goal this game. I think it's gonna be. I think thirty-five ten. Thirty-five. A lot. Jeez, that's a lot of points. What's the what's the over? Is there any, yeah, I think I is think is there any bias involved with that prediction? That's seven and a half, right? Huh? Is there any bias? What is that? Is that is there any bias involved with that? There is no bias. There is there is no bias. I love you know. I don't. I'm an objective person. I, I don't you. have biases towards any team. If anything, I should be hating Tom Brady, but he'll lose next weekend anyway. Uh, I mean, I just think that I don't think the I think. 
Tampa Bay's defense is just going to take Washington's offense like off the field. I think it's going to be a lot of three and outs for them. Maybe they get one first down every so often. But I think the defense is going to be exhausted for the football team. So I just think it's going to be 35 10 at the end of the day. Could be more. I don't know. I think Washington's Washington going to have to a lot of, run a lot of screens, um, run the ball. It's going to be tough to run the ball. What's I think that the, the Buccaneers have like the second best uh, rush defense or, um, defense against the run this season. I don't know. It's going to be tough for them, but um, we'll see what they can do. A lot of blitzing. A lot of blitzing, which hopefully means a lot of screen passes and dump-offs, and that's how you beat the blitz. So, talking about Right, but, I mean, rotating. (laughs) Going into the next season, um, I'll just ask one question to both of you, and then you both can answer and take as long as you want. Who do you think would win the division next year? Or is it too early? Or you can say it's also too early to tell. You want to see okay. I can take this first. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's too. I think it's too early to tell. I mean, you have the whole off season uh, to really. I mean, if you if you said at this point uh, last year, um, there's no way that you would have ever convinced me that Tom Brady would be on the Buccaneers right, with Bob fair. Gronkowski and Antonio Brown. Like that, just that I wouldn't right. believe you. So I think it's too early to tell. Okay. Um, all depends. Right, so you, are you confident that your team has a? A good shot, Washington. Yeah, to win I, next I, year. I mean, I, I think, you know, I think they have a shot. I, it, they got to add. I mean, they got to add a quarterback. I think that this is. I mean, oh, that was is, one of my questions for you. Coming that's, up. that's. I mean, Alex Smith. I know he's eleven and five in his sixteen starts now with Washington, and he's been great. And the players play hard for him, and he wins. But I don't know. I just think that it's. I know there's a lot of talk about. Well, maybe Matt Stafford. Do they sign Dak Prescott, or do you go with like a Cam Newton? Which I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say that was one of my questions as well. You see what Adam Schefter posted? I I don't believe that. Twenty million dollars a year for dude. That's crazy. That's crazy money. Yeah. So so yeah. One of my questions for you, Ryan, was that: Do you think that your quarterback next year is on the roster right now? I don't. Okay, I would agree. Well, starting quarterback. I don't. Um. But I, I also think that I think Washington's, you know, the front office and Rivera and well, Kyle Smith are, I guess, they're acting GM right now, but they don't really have a GM, but he makes the decisions. I think that they real like the Washington front office, I think they realize that um, I don't want to make assumptions, but I, th- I would like to think that they realize that this defense is way too good to waste it away without having a legit stud quarterback. Um, I know there's been some, I don't know if, there, if there's any truth to it, but there's been a lot of talk on social media about is Deshaun Watson going to be available, what it would take to get him. I know the Texans are currently under the cap for next season. Uh, so they obviously have to clear up a lot of money. Right. Um, what, what are the lines going to do with Matt Stafford when, when they're new, uh, when they hire a GM and they hire a coach? Are they going to want to draft, you know, a Trey Lance or someone and kind of start fresh and move on from Matt Stafford? I don't know it was Matt Ryan. There's a lot of quarterbacks I think available. Prescott's a free agent. Philip Rivers is a free agent, but I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> what there. But there's a lot of possibilities for them. I mean, I Sam, think... like Sam Darnold could be on the move if the Jets draft yeah. Uh, Fields. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, yeah. I would agree that that. I mean, I like Alex Smith. Alex Smith is. I mean, also you're talking about like the Redskins front office. I think there's a lot of respect for Alex Smith in like in the franchise and in the building. Absolutely. But I think uh, like this this last Eagles game is like a perfect example of like. The, the way that he – like, he's not playing terrible, but, like, he – in my opinion, on the offensive side of the ball, he's just not doing enough to win games. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't be, like, confident a whole year of Alex Smith. 
like not even because of his leg, just like just like the ability to put up to put up points and outscore like teams like the Bucks. I would like like you're saying right. you have a great defense. I'd I'd like to see them go get a playmaking quarterback that can actually let them actually compete. Absolutely. I Maybe agree. I mean you might you you might trade. You might go sign a guy. Maybe you sign a Mariota or something like that. And then, you know, Kyle Allen will be back next year. And then maybe you draft the guy. Maybe you draft a Mac Jones or a Kellen Mond or a Desmond Ritter or something like that in the draft and then bring him in. And then you have the three of them battle out in a competition or something for the for the quarterback spot. But, yeah, I, I think something, something along those lines for sure. What would be – I mean, I guess you kind of said Deshaun Watson. Like, would that be your number one if you could, like, target someone <laughs> – I would love to show, I mean, who wouldn't want this? Yeah, Watson, that's facts. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what it. I don't really know what it would take to yeah, get him. Better than Lamar. I, I don't know what it would take to get him. Um, I know he just signed that huge contract there, but if that's true that the that the Texans are under the cap, I think I saw seventeen million dollars in the cap. Mm-hmm. They obviously have got to clear money there. Um, so I don't know if he even wants out of Houston. He has a no trade clause in his uh, contract, but I believe that he can waive trades himself. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see if there's any if there's any even any truth to that. Um, I know they just hired a new GM today. Um, what they wanted, what uh, that new GM wants. Well, to... you saw if you saw the video of him and JJ Watt, there's yeah clear frustration and like unhappiness going around. It's definitely with JJ Watt, maybe also with Deshaun. Um, so maybe a little bit more realistic. Would you be happy with Matt Stafford? I'd love Matt Stafford. I think right. Matt Stafford's one of the most underrated court. He does not get the respect. That no, he I agree. I agree. I, yeah. I'm on the same page with you. All right, Jimmy, what do you have to say about Matt Washington? Stafford? Stat Pafford, are you kidding me with that? Come on, Stat Pafford, man, 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 down by it, and you think he's great because he stats all, pads all these stats in the fourth court. You know who I think is gonna win? This team right here, this team right here. We are only need a receiver in the draft. We don't have any problems to fix as this team does. Football team, Dallas, Dallas has. So many problems with either they sign Dak Prescott or they don't. Come on. Eagles are just in full rebuild mode. This team right here is going to win the NFC East. And I think could attend for a Super Bowl if they get some. Danny Dimes is a franchise quarterback. No question about it. And just need to pick up some receiver in the draft. I mean, either Henry Ruggs. Trade Evan Ingram, man's a boss. Try to get first round pick from him. Don't care. He's a boss. Didn't improve at all. I don't care. We can just trade for him. I think Uh, we could. I think we could trade him. John John Gruden, he's just idiot. Man's an idiot. Get him, please. Trade him. Evan Ingram, send Evan Ingram to him. Give us Henry Ruggs. What draft pick do you have? I don't care. Oh, who I want to draft? Who I want to draft? Yeah. Well, no. What number do you have? I love Henry Ruggs. I don't care, man. If I want Henry Ruggs, please, because I think he would be amazing. Like, at uh, trade Evan Ingram to them. That's how stupid the Raiders are. I mean, they got Darren Waller. They don't need I him. would want. Yeah, you're what, right. What you're pick right. do the Giants have to me? <laughs> With, well, what pick do they have? Eleventh pick? You think you think Jamar Chase will be there, Jimmy? Eleventh pick. Right here. He's not going past the top ten. No, no question. Jamar Chase. All right, so then you want? No way. Do you want to trade There's up? No way do you want to trade up for him? No, I don't want to trade up. Hell no. No, I do not. I do not want to trade up at all. all right, so what I do you want to pick up. Overall pick. 
I think they might. They actually probably will go defense. I I really think so. Maybe pick up another linebacker. I think if it was up to me, I don't think there's that many good corners in the draft. Like corners, uh, you could see for, like being a Tan and uh, Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. Those are your top. I mean, I haven't looked deep. I haven't looked deeply into the draft just yet. Okay. I, I mean, I'm still waiting. I'm still. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for to see if some people will go in, but I mean, they might pick up. I mean, there's there's rumors that Michael Parsons could be dropping to the 11th pick. I mean, that's always a hope. Best linebacker in that draft. I mean, wouldn't be too upset about that. He's a Penn State boy. I mean, you know that linebacker, you right there. So wait, you said linebacker, you. What other linebackers? What other linebackers have gone there? I really don't know. All I know is that he's like the best linebacker in the class. I just want the best linebacker. I want all the best people from the draft. I don't care. I just want the best people. I mean, it might be Kyle Pitts. I don't know. So you're fine with them taking oh. like a defensive player in the first pick, but you also want a wide receiver. That's one of your main concerns. I mean, you can, I think you'll find a good wide receiver the second round, though. Okay. All right. So, so or you mean you trade? You trade that. Does your O line worry you at all? I mean, I mean the offensive line definitely worries, but I feel like you can find a good offensive lineman second round. I don't know how many picks they have in the second round. I haven't quite looked at right. everything just yet uh, in order to determine all of it. Right. Uh, but I just, I just don't know. Like they don't have a big playmaker at all. It's just a real big concern. Like right, no, when you mean, have Evan Ingram just dropping. Like, one of those wins should have been the Eagles yeah, that first game. Evan Ingram dropped an easy pass. Like, he just drops. He hasn't progressed at all. I think it's time to give up on him. Maybe try to get a first round. I think a second round would be fine. Pick up another one. If Kyle Pitts is still up there, maybe try to get him. Pat Fryer moved. I mean, another Penn State boy, but, like, he's rated number two in the class. And he's great at blocking. We need a blocking tight end. And Evan Ingram is not there for that. I think Pat Farmuth, I mean, bring him up there. Woo! I mean, could be 30 next year. All right, so you, you're, you're pretty excited about the Giants next year? And you have no worries about I think Daniel they're Jones. Super Bowl content. No, 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 no. I mean, he needs to fix some fumbling problems, but, I mean, they get a – offensive lines look better. I mean, you just need to get some receivers to – able to do it. Saquon Barkley's going to be back next year. A lot of pressure going towards him. They're going to load the box. Get another playmaker on the outside. They done. No, no, I think the football team, please beat them twice this season. They ain't nothing. They ain't nothing. Uh, Cowboys, with that defense, come on now. Eagles exploding that whole defense. The whole locker room hates Doug Peterson. So, I mean, so in a year, a year, in a year from now, we should be looking at like the first seeded NFCs or at first seeded NFC Giants. Is that what you're saying, Jimmy? I'm hearing. I mean, it sounds like they have I'm six free wins. I'm hearing the 12 and 4 season. <laughs> 12 and 4 season. They do have six free wins. All right, Jimmy. I call it 12 and 12 and 4? Oh, 12 and 5 since it's 17 game. 12 and oh. 5 since it's 17 games now. Oh, okay. So just throw an extra loss. It might be actually, actually, depending on who we play from the other side. Outside the A's, I think they, they're going to lose to the Chiefs. I think they beat the Raiders. 
they, I think it will be a close game against the Chargers. I still think they win that game because that defense and offense is going to be amazing next year. Who else did they play? Broncos? Come on now. Easy win. And give us whoever. Give us the Ravens. Man, give us the Ravens again if we can. You remember what Come happened? On. Like, like what? Two, three, that was a fluke game. That was a fluke game. That was a fluke game. We don't have, we have a playmaker. Yes, we're just playing man-to-man against us. What are we supposed to do when our playmakers can't get open once? So, we can't do right. anything. But playmaker... Got a playmaker at the playmaker coming that shit. Get ready for it. Give us the 12 wins down pat right now. 12 wins easy coming this. Actually, actually, we so, beat the Saints. I guarantee it. Um, I, I do like. Hey, Drew Brees, I think Drew Brees retires after this year. Blake Martinez and Bradbury. I think we talked about we that in the recording, but they've been really good for your defense. Uh, Bradbury is amazing. And then Martinez oh, yeah. is just a tackling machine. Uh, Ryan, anything else you'd like to add to um, or anything Jimmy said or anything else about your Washington team? No, I got I got nothing. I just, you know, I hopefully next weekend we're talking about a Washington win. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll be uh, we can, we'll, talk, we'll be talking about that win and hopefully uh, Washington will be on the Green Bay or New Orleans or we'll see. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Jimmy, any anything else you want to say? I know you've put out a lot of claims. We'll be looking back at anything else. Is there is there a receiver you I'll have in this. mind that would be perfect for your your team? I want Jamar Chase, but he's not going to be. You're not going to get him at all. But I mean, uh, not really. I mean, what's his name? Who won the Heisman? I think Smith. So, what's his name? Devontae yeah, Smith. Devontae Smith. I thought it was Devontae. I wasn't too sure. I mean, you could trade for someone. You could trade for someone. There's a lot. No, of no, 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 no. We ain't wasting. We ain't wasting that many picks for this. All right. I mean, honestly, I would like to pick up Allen Robinson because he's a good deep threat for us. And then, like Darius Slay's more of a like, uh, shorter Stone and Shepard, more of like a short. I think they're more of a short. Like, you know, kind of. But I mean. I have an upset of the week. Almost upset, I think. I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. Who do you think I'm going to say? Who do you think I'm going to say, Jeff? Jimmy, put your earbud back in. Like, the mic's on. Yeah, I can't hear you now, Jimmy. Fix the other one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There you go. There you go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, Yeah. much better. Who do you think I'm going to say, Oh, Who do you think I'm going to say? Wait, are you are you talking about wide receiver? No, 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 no. I'm talking about upset of the week. Oh, upset of the playoffs? Um, Who do you think I'm saying? Hmm. Let me pull up the matchups. Uh, well, I think definitely you're not... the Tennessee Titans over the Baltimore Ravens. It's not an upset. Is that your pick, Jimmy? Oh, whoa. Everybody picking the Ravens, though. Everybody picking the Ravens from I've been seeing. Everybody oh. saying it's a lock. Oh, so you're I mean, picking... come on. But now I'm calling. You're picking the I'm division calling... winner to beat the wildcard team. Who's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm calling it. Mm, I'm calling it. Well, I mean, what's. what's, what's it's like three and a half for the Ravens. Come on now, give it too much respect to them beating Jacksonville, the Giants. Come on now, I, I'm be the first one to admit, like that was a terrible match for the Giants to start with. Who did they? Who else? Uh, who else did they play? Like Bengals. Come on now, you're saying that that defense has improved that much over the season. 
after playing those teams? No, nah, I thought the Come defense. on, it's the Browns. The defense Browns getting the Browns. smoked. The Browns game was very, very uh, alarming with the way our defense played that. That, that secondary is terrible. That secondary is horrendous. Come uh, on. I wouldn't go The down. Browns are getting smoked this week by the Steelers. Well, they, yeah. they beat the Steelers' backups by how much? Two? Have their, have their teams Come on COVID. What are they supposed to do? Well, Savansky's not going to be there either. So, no, yeah, that, I, I was, I was thinking about taking the Browns, but uh, that there's no way. With, I mean, I, I don't see a way without any of their head coach and what I think three additional players now and two more coaches. So that we'll have to see exactly what happens on that Sunday. But all right, so Jimmy, you got everything off your chest. You got the Titans beating the Ravens in this. Oh yeah! Podcast. Don't worry, I'll be texting you after all these games. So I'll text right after this game, after that uh, football team game too. After my score comes true, maybe even more. Like right. maybe fifty-six uh, to Jimmy. I think maybe you should go, 10, you should, you should go put, some money, put some money on the over, Jimmy. Put some money on the over. You should go do that. All right. You know, you know Brian, I'm money on that. That's easy money. No, I got nothing else to say. All right. So uh, this has been um, uh, Ethan Shap, Ryan Wallace. Give me sense. And uh, this was the Sports by Hour podcast.